0: Welcome to Teaching La Vida Loca, a podcast for world language teachers seeking inspiration, unapologetic authenticity, and guidance in centering joy and facilitating language acquisition for the people who matter most, our students. I'm your host, Annabelle. Most people call me La Maestra Loca, and I'm an educator just like you, and inspiring teachers is what I do. Hello. Hi there. I'm so excited you're here for episode 56 of Teaching La Vida Loca. I was so fortunate this weekend. um, La Familia Loca PLC welcomed Dr. Liam Printer as our guest of the month, which still feels really weird coming out of my mouth. Um, It was such an tremendous honor and one that I wasn't uh, I wasn't even ready for um, I finally took a leap of faith um, and invited him he's one of the guests that my members have been requesting for a couple of years now um, if you don't know dr. Liam printer uh, he has an incredible podcast called the motivated classroom and our theme of the month in la familia loca PLC has been simulating synergy and um, stimulating motivation like how do we how do we spark that motivation in our students? How do we um, light that fire early in the year that gets them excited um, every day to come to class, um, not knowing exactly what's going to happen, but um, really sparking their eagerness and drive to be there and motivation to participate, to take the risks, to be involved in the classroom community. Um, And one of the things that I I was so grateful that he went over was you know, I, if you haven't already guessed this about me, I'm sure you already know this about me. I am not a research gal. I'm one of the gals who, like, if my friend is really into research, I'm like, okay, cool. Tell me about it. Like, I will learn from my friends a billion times sooner than reading about it. Because I find it dry and boring AF. Like, I cannot. I can't. But, dr printer is so easy to listen to it could be his accent i don't know i think it's actually that he like doesn't make it dry he talks about it with real life examples because he is in the classroom right and one of the things he talks about was the correlation between motivation and um engagement And he talks about how in order to have motivation, you need achievement. You need to feel a sense of achievement. So if you listen to my podcast a few episodes ago about like the intentionality around your praise and your feedback and being very intentional about praising action over character, all of that leads to more motivation, which leads to positive emotions like joy. He specifically mentioned joy, like 17 times on Saturday. I was so excited. And then that leads to more engagement. And he talked about four different modes of engagement. And the last one was fascinating to me. And I was so excited to learn about it. And it was agentic motivation. And I did an activity the other day that had so much agentic motivation. It was, the whole class was buzzing it was it was so exciting and i've done this activity before but all of my classes were so hyped the other day to do this and so involved and it was like this energy this synergy that we had where everybody was so eager and joyful and motivated and engaged They were all eager to share, all eager to offer up advice for this classroom story that we were creating together. I'm going to talk about this on um, October 3rd. There's a free event happening hosted by Express Fluency, Um, uh, Alyssa of Express Fluency of Express Fluency is hosting a panel with Berta Delgadillo, Kia London, and myself. Um, So each of us represent high school, middle school, and elementary school to share some successes at the beginning of the year, how we're building community, how we're creating um, uh, a place where students feel a sense of belonging early in the year. I would love to have you there, and I'm going to put the link in my bio so that you can register for free if you are listening to this after that date don't worry i'm sure i'll blog about this activity eventually but this idea of agentic motivation that dr liam printer talked about is so important and i think that um it's easier to recognize than we think what it is is it's when students are so motivated And so engaged that they start driving the lesson with their own ideas and with their own input and they start steering it, right? So this is something that when I was new to acquisition-driven instruction blew my freaking mind. I used to watch my mentor teachers and go, this is so unfair. This is literally so unfair that you just took a student's raised hand that mentions something about, I don't know, hot chocolate. And you are now going in a completely different direction with the lesson. And you have 98% of your students hanging on your every single word. And you somehow masterfully are not even using that many out-of-bounds words. Out-of-bounds words is what I've always used to explain terms that are not necessarily high-frequency but they are needed for the subject that you're talking about. Whatever the the lesson is that you're focusing on that day. Whatever your high frequency language is. For example, if it's tiene, quiere, vive. There's a Spanish. So has, wants, lives. Out of bounds might be apartment, house. Because you need them to talk about whatever you're... To use the word lives a lot. But you're... Also, really, that's not your target language, if that makes sense. So it was maddening to me to watch my my mentor teachers so masterfully, skillfully, and easily take what students were giving them and allow them to drive the lesson in a totally different way. And that is the agentic motivation. And it's something that I don't think comes very easily, and it's okay that it takes a little time to build this, But for my teachers who have been doing teaching with acquisition driven instruction for a while, you're starting to get comfortable. You understand the the purpose of focusing on high-frequency words. You understand how to get lots of organic repetition um, with lots of input that is really compelling and contextualized for kids, right? They can relate to it. Dr. Liam Printer talked a lot about relatedness, not just students' relatedness to you, but their relatedness to the class and the content that you're actually teaching. So if you're getting to that comfort level where, yes, you are getting more and more comfortable with creating compelling, contextualized, juicy input for your students, and they're being more engaged. There's this moment that a lot of teachers that I've coached before freeze when a student is showing agentic motivation and wanting to steer it in another direction because of their fear of falling flat or failing or not keeping it in bounds. The next time that happens, I want you to trust it. The next time somebody says something during um, a do now that leads you to think, oh, it would be so fun to talk to them about this right now, talk to them about that. Talk to them about that thing that made you go, oh my gosh, that is so interesting. It happened to me last week. Here's another example of agentic motivation. Um, Last week, um, one of my kids said... um, But if you don't, we we were having a question of the day. I I found a chart that Ben Tinsley shared that I was like, oh my God, thank you. It's providing me a question of the day for like two months straight. Um, And we were comparing two Disney movies. It was like Tarzan and Beauty and the Beast. And they had to vote on their favorite. And sometimes this question takes two minutes. Sometimes it takes longer. Like in one class, this student said, "Um, I've never seen Tarzan, but somebody told me that um it's related to another disney movie and i knew immediately what they were talking about and they were trying to do it in the target language they were trying to stay in the target language and did i know that it would take us completely off track and maybe take 10 to 15 minutes and i wouldn't do what the other classes were doing yeah was it worth it totally because how powerful is it if a student says something, and then drives us completely off tracks. How powerful is that? Showing that, okay, yeah, you can steer the lesson and we can still do it in Spanish. So I said, oh, clase. Yo tengo los secretos de Disney. I have Disney's secrets. And they leaned in. They were so excited. They could feel that this was the moment that, oh my gosh, we were about to drive everything off track. I shut off the projector. I grabbed a marker. And I told them what I knew about, like, the connections between Tarzan and um, Frozen, Elsa and Anna, and Rapunzel, and I talked about, like, this interconnectedness, and talked about, like, Elsa's parents traveling from here. I drew maps, and I drew their boat, and they were so wildly wrapped up and engaged, but Part of that engagement came from the fact that a student used agentic engagement. They were were so motivated in the classroom that they were trying to steer the lesson in their own way with their engagement that I followed that. And those are the most powerful lessons when it just turns into conversation. So this episode, I don't know how helpful it was (laughs) other than me giving you a little push to say the next time a student wants to take things off the tracks, off the rails, go with it. See if you can stay in bounds, stay with your target vocabulary, with the language that they have been hearing, right? With your high frequency language. See if you could do that for five minutes, because I promise you, it will feel organic, more organic than ever. It will feel natural to the kids, and it'll feel like a beautiful moment where your kids will be highly engaged and motivated because you're taking what they wanna do and making it part of the class, which is really, really powerful. Um, yay. If you want, again, if you wanna hear about some of the things that are going really well for me this year at the start of the year, um, And it's something that I haven't shared on social or anywhere else yet. I highly encourage you to register for this event hosted by um, Express Fluency. It's going to be a really powerful panel discussion. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be on October 3rd at 7 p.m. Central. And again, the link is in the show notes to register. Or you can just reach out to me on email or in my DMs and I'll send it to you. It's already posted on Instagram. I think it'll be a powerful place um, and time of learning from Me, Berta Delgadillo, and Kia London. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for Dr. Liam Printer for giving me a word that I didn't know existed for this sort of student engagement that is the most... um, is the most motivational for me and brings me the most joy and certainly gives my kids the most joy when we're able to go with it. I encourage you to lean into those moments as well. Um, I love you, teacher. And until next time, I'll be teaching La Vida Loca and I am sure you will be too. Take care. Bye-bye.